0: Welcome to Contractor Cuts, where we cover the good, the bad, and the ugly of growing a successful contracting company. Welcome back to Contractor Cuts. My name is Clark Turner. I'm Jared Flo. Thanks for joining us Uh, today. We are covering the devil is in the details. Yeah, baby. Uh, And so, what that means for us are are a couple of different. We're going to cover two different areas where details really hurt you. You know, we always preach. You're trying to save time. uh, Your reputation. And your money, mm-hmm. and you need good time management to do that. And so today we're talking about how details, taking the extra minute and a half to fill in some details, will save both your reputation and your money. Uh-huh. All right, so let's start with money. Let's start with how do you save money by by filling in details, Jared?
1: Well, I, I think where that really really comes into play is when you're estimating. Mm-hmm. When you're building out an estimate, uh, there, there's a, I've seen some of, some of the contractors that I coach and they send me over an estimate and their, their line items are, they make sense, yeah. but they're vague yep. and there there's, um, paint interior, full interior paint. Well, what is that? Is that the walls, trim doors, windows? Are we doing that? Ceiling. Are you doing the ceilings? Yeah. Um, are there multiple colors Are like there's, there's so many different variables that, What what product paint am i using right right um and uh you you know the the skews of colors and all that all of that stuff is missing i'll handle that because i just talked with the customer they shot me a text message i've got it and whatever and the whole estimate is built out and it makes sense and it's the bottom line dollar is fine and whatever but when you get into the job and the, the the crews are running and, oh, wait, was I supposed to do that? Is that what's yeah. happening? Or the client thinks something is going to happen mm-hmm. based on the way that they read the line item. And then they go walk the house and they call you and they're like, hey, what? I, I thought we were changing the the this around. I thought this was happening. It's right there. Yep. You said you were going to do this. Like, yep. No, that's not what I meant. Yep. So taking the time to go through and... Review your line items on an estimate and make sure that every detail of what you are expected to be doing based on what you're charging. I'm going to charge them this amount, and this is what I'm covering with that dollar amount. That needs to be exponentially clear, and that's going to – what happens is when you get in the middle of it and it wasn't clear, Mm -hmm. now you're in that argument with the client or you're in an argument with your subcontractor because he's like, no, that's not what this said. And you're always – stuck holding the bag. And you're stuck holding the bag yeah. and you you have to do one of two things. You either ha- you, you either have to throw money at it or you have to go back to the client and frustrate the client and try and get more money out of them mm-hmm. for this extra thing and you're in this huge argument all because you didn't take the time to think about a line item and spell it out thoroughly yep. so that there is no room for in the gray of what we're doing. Yep. We are doing this, and we are not doing this. Because we've even – some of the line items that we've written up actually say that. Yep. We are doing this, but it does not include this.
0: So uh, a great example of what you just said, the paint interior. Yep. right? Our software, you, you program line items if you want. You can set mm-hmm. a preset line item. So our paint line item, right, is – Full interior paint. This includes walls, trim, and ceiling. Uh, this is two colors for walls, one color for trim, one color for ceiling. Uh-huh, this but it is does not Sherwin, include doors. Sherwin-Williams right. uh, Promar 200 is a product that we're using. Mm-hmm. does not include doors and windows. So, whatever it is, all of that is programmed. So when I'm in my software, I say, okay, I'm going to do a paint interior line, and I'm going to choose the one that's uh, it's full interior. Boom, I do that. All of that's spelled out already on the quote. I don't right. have to type anything. Now I just can type... Any extras that I want to do, any other details, but I've got all that on my line item. So yeah. now it says two paint colors for walls. Mm-hmm. If you would have just wrote a normal email uh, estimate and said interior full paint, uh, you know, eight thousand dollars, you right. get there and you've budgeted. All right, I, I'm I'm going to do you know a, a standard paint. And you start. You guys show up. You say, hey, I need my paint colors, homeowner. They say, okay, here's the paint colors. I've got a different color for every single room. I'm using four different trim colors. And in the ceiling, on this in the living room, I want to be a little bit different. Well, now we've got to buy all this extra paint. And instead of having a gallon and a half left over at the end of the job from the paint that you use, you've got three-fourths of a gallon on 17 different colors. Mm-hmm. So I've spent on materials alone – I've probably spent $500 extra, $600 extra on just the paint materials. Also, my crew says, wait, you want going to change brushes and wash them out between every single room? Mm-hmm. I'm going to need an extra $9, 000, $900, right? right? 900 to to $1,000 because I'm switching out every single room. And now when I go back to do my second coat, I'm switching every single room. I've, it's going to yeah. cost me way more time to do it this yeah. way. So because we spelled out two colors on the quote in, in, in our version – now when you, as a homeowner, say, hey, Clark, we got 17 different colors that we're using. Here they are. I say, okay, well, let me explain to you why we spelled out two. Because it costs more money because I have a lot left over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it takes a lot of time to wash out brushes between one room to the next uh, or cost money to switch out brush he- roller heads and just takes the guys a lot lot more time. Right. So we spell it out as two colors because – Every color beyond that, we charge $200 to change, mm-hmm. right? You, w- whatever your rule is, whatever whatever it is. And I spell it out, and there's details on the quote to back up what I'm saying to my client. Right. So those details now allowed me to say, okay, so you're doing – Fifteen extra colors were two hundred dollars. So I need. It's going to be three grand extra. I, I'm going to knock that down. I'm going to do two grand extra for you. But if you want to do all these colors, it's going to cost two thousand dollars more. Right. Right. You're not happy about it. Mm-hmm. But we've had the conversation now before I go. Now people don't do seventeen colors, obviously. Right. But, right. but, but that's the example. Some but, of them do. <laughs> I guess so. But uh, all that to say. I now have the extra five hundred bucks for the materials. I got the extra thousand bucks for my crew, and I'm making five hundred more dollars. And the client understands, right, right. right? and so that's what we're talking about with details on the
1: yeah. estimate. I mean, it even goes into uh, you know uh, flooring allowances, you yep. know, for tile yep. or, or whatever. Having that detail in there that I've got X amount of dollars in this price budgeted for the materials yep. cost got a $5 and, per square foot tile budget. And if so, you go buy if if you choose one that's $20 a square foot, that's great. You owe an additional yep. 15 per square foot. Yep. But that you've already set by by nature of being clear with that, you've set the expectation without even having to say anything to yep. them because they look at the estimate and they say, "Okay, great. It's $5. I really like this one. It's 20. Maybe yep. they can get me a discount by nature of their relationship yep. with this this vendor, but I know that I, as the client, I know that by choosing that, I'm going to have to pay some extra money. So they're already anticipating, yep. without having a conversation with you, that they need to pay some extra money to choose what they want. Yep,
0: yep. they're already on, on the same page. The, the, the other importance of details on our estimates, and this is, this is the way the ProServe software works, yep. is – you have one page where you put all your line items in, right? And and whether it's our software or anyone else's, this is how you should operate. Yeah. Ours is built to do this, where it's super easy. But you have one spot where you make all of your line items. Yeah, I set this. I create an et, an, an estimate from. Yeah. as well as that my invoice. Paint, the paint line item you're talking about. This, we're just doing paint. I send this line item to as an estimate over to my client in, in PDF form that can look at it. They they approve it. They sign off on it. you got the skews of it back the colors
1: and all that. I can they, put all that in
0: there. And then I say, okay, I'm going to have Jared's painting company come and, and paint the house. And so I'm going to take this and also hit, okay, I'm going to create a work order from here. And I'm going to do this line to Jared. Boom. Now a PDF work order gets emailed to Jared mm-hmm. for the amount with all of the details on yep. his work order. Yep. So now Jared knows exactly what I'm paying him for. The homeowner knows exactly what they're paying me for, and there's no ambiguity in the middle Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. where it's, okay, the homeowner thinks I'm painting 17 colors. Jared's like, I ain't painting more than one unless you're paying me more for this price, Uh, and and then I'm stuck either – forcing Jared. Jared's going to leave and not paint the house because I don't have enough money for him or mm-hmm. I got to pay him the money. Right. And the homeowner's not paying me a penny more. He's a lawyer. I'm not going to go up against him.
1: And so I'm I'm now out that $1,500. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, in real life example, I, I, one of the project managers at our GC company um, went to go walk a property after it was done painting, uh, being painted, walked in and was like, this is not the right color at all. Mm-hmm. It's it, It's did I mess up? Yeah. He went in. He looked at his line item. He saw the skew. He looked up the skew. He went to the paint buckets and went. The nope, it was the wrong color. Yep. He went to the crew and said, "Hey, you guys, you guys painted this the wrong color. No, I I, I painted it right. You never told me. I you know blah blah blah." No, it's right there on the work order. Here's the exact SKU. Tell me if this is the SKU that matches those paint buckets you bought. Uh. Uh, And then, but, you know, we had the opportunity because we wanted to save relationship with that crew. We went in, we helped them, said, hey, here's the deal. You made the mistake. We don't want you. You got to cover the cost of your mistake, but we're going to work with you because you're a great crew, right? So we didn't we'll
0: buy the second round yeah, of materials. We didn't screw them because of it,
1: the, but we also weren't screwed by having yep. to cover everything because there was nothing to back
0: it. I can cover four hundred dollars in more paint. That's you right. cover the rest of the labor That's and you can right. repaint it.
1: That's right, right? And yeah. so,
0: so we can really not hurt ourselves and also look like look like a good guy with yep. our crew. Like, but we're, if those we're
1: details help. weren't there, I have nothing to back it up, yep. and I just end up holding the bag, as you say, and I just I. I got to make the customer happy. I don't want to lose reputation, so I'm just going to eat the cost of this. Yep. and I'm going to pay for it. Yep. Right? You, I don't have a
0: case against the customer. Yep. I don't have evidence to prove that they owe me more money. It's well, I didn't mean that when I wrote the estimate. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I need you to pay more. Well, no, sorry, no, yeah. you, I'm paying you what you quoted me that, that yeah. I'd pay
1: you. Well, and I think you know uh, the the litmus test is look back over the six months of your past jobs. Yep. Which, you know, do you have jobs that you can identify that like, yeah, this didn't go well or whatever? If you had spent extra time putting in adequate detail in your estimate, would it have saved you the headache? And I think the answer to that is a large majority of the time, headaches and problems that happen on jobs, I've said many times before, are because of misunderstood expectations. And the expectation is based off of your estimate. So if your estimate was not clear, it probably costs you some headache and issues and money and reputation on your past jobs. Yep. Spend the time putting in the details. A little extra time will save you a lot of money. Yep. yep, yep. Let's take a quick break.
0: Hey, real quick. You're listening to this podcast because you are growing your company to the next level. Getting efficient, building structure, and creating organization is a foundation of growth. We've created ProStruck360 software so you can spend less time doing paperwork and more time growing your company. Sign up today for free at ProStruck360.com. Whether you're using our free version to send estimates and invoices and getting paid online, or you choose one of our paid subscriptions to add in sending work orders, email, and QuickBooks integrations, and so much more, stop putting off what you know is necessary to get to the next level. Take control of your growth at ProStruck360.com. The the industry average of general contractors make four percent net profit mm-hmm. at the end of the year. That is the overhead and everything. After everything profit. is taken mm-hmm. out, that's how much is left in the pocket of the owner of the company is four percent. Mm-hmm. Right. If you are losing two to three percent because you're mismanaging the jobs. Mm-hmm. That's all your profit. That's it. Like, you're not making 30%. You're making 4%. Right. Right? Right. Our goal is to make 9 to 10% because right. we're so efficient. Right. And most of the time, to be honest, when you're making 4%, that's probably with all of these errors built into it for mm-hmm. the average uh, general contractor. Yeah. But you could be making 7 8 Not. You could double your profits by, by having a work order system as well as having a, a, a defined scope of what you are and are not paying for. That Clear communication thing. and
1: accountability. The, it's, it's, goes it goes to the bottom line.
0: That one thing can double your profits mm-hmm. if you just clean that up. So that's yeah. that's the, the the devil in the details when it comes to estimates and when yeah. it comes to money. And it also saves you time because it, it might have taken me an extra hour to write this estimate, but it saved me three weeks on the back end negotiating with the crew, getting the homeowner, the crew getting mad and leaving. i got to find another painter who can do it for this price. Yeah. Now the homeowner don't want to pay me, and i will got to – that's three weeks of work for an hour mm-hmm. of upfront detail, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you're losing your reputation with the homeowner.
1: Yeah. Too. Detail, so, detail on your estimate saves you reputation and time. Yep, and it we'll, puts time back in your pocket, and it keeps your customer happy. Yep. That's going to lead to referrals and repeat business. And we're going to cover in a future episode how we do our estimates.
0: Uh, but the the key is I'm not spending the three four hours on an estimate on my first go-round. Right. We, we we have a phase way that we do it to where we kind of prequal uh, clients through our estimating process to where I'm not going to spend the, the time detailing an estimate. For until, a tire kicker or until somebody who doesn't have money or whatever. They're extremely hot lead. I'm uh, you know We have a 90% close ratio on those once they get to that point that we're detailing it out. That's worth the time because mm-hmm. we're probably going to get that job. So we'll talk through that later, but the important part of this is don't start a job unless you've detailed out the quotes right all right so that's the first end of of detailing that is how i lose money or make money through detail and manage my crews and the homeowner the second level of detail and the uh, devil in the details is how i save my reputation how i subconsciously show to clients that they should pick me and how we increase our close ratio make our clients happier yeah so jared what is the detail that will save that
1: well it, it, it comes back to something that we harp on we talk about a lot, but it comes to it, it is the detail in communicating through emails yep um, communicating in general yep but um, specifically talking about the details of sending an email. Mm-hmm. A lot of contractors when they send a estimate, when mm-hmm. they send an invoice, when they it is here's your invoice, thank you for your business. Right here's the estimate that you asked for. Please let me know if you have any questions. Yep. Now you're delivering the thing to them, right? They they asked for an estimate. You got it to them, but by nature of not thinking through, what am I? What do I need to communicate to them? Mm -hmm. What questions might they have about the conversations that we had on site when we did our estimate walk? They had a couple of these questions. What about this? What if this? What if that thing? If I don't communicate what I did and spelled out in the estimate to them, they're probably gonna to have to email me back and be like, hey, what do you think about this? What about that thing? Did you put this in there? Did you make, you know- What's my budget for tile? That's right, yeah. that's right. And so thinking through um, uh, detailed communication comes from looking at your client and, and when they receive this email, what is their perspective? How are they going to receive it? What is it going to make them think? And are yep. there questions by nature of it that they're going to ask? And then proactively answering those questions yep. in the first email. Yep. Period, it's going to save you time. Yep. Right. Because if you don't do that, they send the estimate, then they ask, hey, what about this? Did yep. you make this? Did you right? And you got this back and forth, which causes agitation. And at the beginning, on an estimate level, if the if the experience is this, like, back and forth, back and forth, they have to think through, did you think through this? And you didn't proactively this tell guy, them. This guy doesn't think very deep. This guy doesn't think very yep. deep. And th- is this how the whole job's going to go? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to have to ask him these questions the whole way through? Yep. So taking the time, an extra five minutes. On a, on a one-minute, real quick email, take an extra five minutes and spell out, some specific things yep. to make sure that you are communicating well. And uh, as we've talked about in a previous podcast, closing that loop for the mm-hmm. client so that they're not left wondering what's next, what's yep. happening. Did they, are they? Well, right? and and
0: you take that five minutes and that turns into, I've answered all their questions and tomorrow they say, let's do this. This is great. Mm-hmm. Versus we've got seven emails that go back and forth over the next week and a half and right. i'm i'm now having to answer seven emails which will take a lot longer than 5 minutes and now it's an a, a week and a half later before they can even decide to make a
1: decision well, and they're frustrated and let's put a real life example into it you're doing that you're you've got a crew who's just finished a job you tell them you've got a you've got a new job starting mm-hmm. soon mm-hmm. and they're ready to they're chomping at the bit they're banging on your door saying hey when do i start when do i start two days of email and back and forth three days four days five days six days there's sometimes that, that crew's like, "Hey, bro, I got a new job. I'll, I can hook you up later on, yep. right?" You've lost the opportunity to start this job because two you three didn't, weeks now because you didn't take five minutes yep. to detail out communication yep. to this so client in an email. At, at, that's exactly right. And
0: and when we preach and teach, and we have a, a two day intensive that we do, uh, and during that we kind of go through some of this stuff. And one of the the main things we we dive deep into uh, how to communicate with details and estimates. Uh, it's actually part of our core values is, is communication and and how what that looks like, but we detail out. An estimate email and an invoice email. The estimate email, we we want every project manager, every estimate to go out the same way with with the same type of paragraph. So paragraph one, excitement about your job. Yep. I, it, I want my my I want my contractor and my project manager to be excited about the yep. job and communicate that to the client that this means something
1: to me. After building this estimate out, I'm super excited about how this kitchen is yep. going to turn out. I think it's going to be great. Let me spell out some details yep. about it. Second paragraph.
0: I'm explaining my estimate, Mm -hmm. right? You've got all the details on the estimate, but they're not going to detail it out. So I'm going to explain anything that was left as a question during Mm this, right? Hey, your wife mentioned that you guys wanted some uh, upgraded cabinets. I've, I've quoted it with the standard... Uh, ready to assemble, which is our mid-grade cabinet. If you want to upgrade to the high-end custom-built, it's about a $15,000 difference, right. but currently that's not in there. But mm-hmm. I wanted to let you know that, right? Any details that you need to answer questions yeah. from when I talk. What did we talk about on the job site? Uh, she was talking about these cabinets, but I didn't quote them, right? Because right. that's going to be a question she asked.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, MEPs, right? right? On, on On your plumbing line item, just so you know, I've thrown a round number on that. So because there's, there's going to be some variables based on I need my plumber to get out there. And, I got to have my plumber yep. get out there. So it's a number that's going to be close, but that number might change.
0: Yep. Later. So I'm explaining exactly that. The next paragraph down, and if you've ever been through sales training, this is sales 101, mm-hmm. and this is the, the most important thing you're doing with every contact with your client. I'm walking them down the path to say yes. Mm-hmm. So what do they need to know that they're going to ask you? what are the next steps right that's what you always have to have in an email every email no matter what you're saying what's happening next what are your next steps so i paragraph one excitement paragraph two explanation details details paragraph three if this looks good our next step is to get you in the office to do a client engagement agreement we'll walk through this estimate and start defining all the details on it all your material selections from there, we can, we'll give you a Gantt chart of how this, uh, of when we can start and how long we think this job's going to run. We'll also talk through your selections list and, and talk you through what you need to pick out, where you can pick it out, and really give you a full understanding of how the renovation would work if you choose us. So right. if this quote looks, looks in your ballpark and, and really good, the next step will be getting you in the office maybe first of next week to sit down with us for an hour and a half and to review the quote and to kind of fill you in on how we do renovations, yeah. right? Uh,
1: the the loop is fully closed at that one hundred percent closed. But you know exactly when I do this, this is what's coming. Yep. The, there's no question. There's no uh, okay. So what happens? Do I send this back to them? Yep. Do I? You know how how does this work? It's very very clear. They e- they can easily go through the estimate and do a review. You've spelled out the details and the hot points that they need to focus on and yep. make sure that they're okay with. And then you've told them what's next yep. there. They're, that is such a saver of time and, and leads to reputation, time, reputation. And also
0: you're subconsciously saying to that client, I know what you're going to ask because I can see your needs. Mm-hmm. So I'm an expert here right. and you can trust me. And the client says, says, well, I've, I've had three bids. This is the first one that came back where the guy knows everything. Yeah. I don't know everything. I, okay. I, I don't, but I, I knew what they're going to ask me. Mm-hmm. And so it was a single email back to us saying, yeah, you know what? I'd love to come in and, and see how you guys run. Right. If I can get them in the office, they're, they're signing with us. Right. right? And the right. other two guys, they got another week and a half of emails back and forth with the homeowner. Mm-hmm. And for us, we're, we're, we're
1: moving on to date number two, yeah. right? And we're going and bringing them into the office. So yeah. well, and I, what I love about how well this works is it's that you, you said it before. It's kind of that, subconscious sales that they may perceive they may not but it just feels better yes it's like wow like this guy's on top of it yep. right most of the time you've got a, a client who's kind of testing you out and got somebody else mm-hmm. doing an estimate for them and they're yeah, yeah, you meet me out on side, and they—it's the guy coming. Is he not coming? I'll get you an estimate, and a day goes by, two days go by, three days go by. The estimate finally shows up, and it's like, "Here's your estimate." Here's your estimate. What right, details. All of that stuff—the dollar might dollar amount might be equal, it might be less, but there is a there is a. I know I'm about to be in a relationship with yep. this person. I'm going to invite them into my life for a period of time. And I would love to to have that to be as least agitating as possible. Yep. And there, right if, off the bat, this guy, like, this just feels smooth yep. and easy.
0: It, he, he, you get that first estimate from the first guy. And it's like, all right, well, what about, what about, the, like, so what, what would we do next? What about the paint? And what about the, t- I don't even know. We talked about now, the skylight.
1: It's not, I and, don't even and, see it and on And they're here. just
0: questions. There's loops that are open in their head. And it's just this little like uncomfortableness. Mm-hmm. Then they get your email. And the first words that they're going to say in their head are, thank you. Right. Ah. Ah. ah, ah, right. And so that's what we're going for to build our reputation, to build the client experience. And it's not hard. It no. just takes an extra five minutes no. to, to get, set yourself apart. So, If you are going to do this this week, don't try to change everything you do. Don't try to rewrite every email that you send. Right. Look for the next estimate you're going to send and follow that simple, simple guide. Excitement, details about the job and the estimate, Mm -hmm. next steps. Yeah. Right. If you do that, just follow that. We'd like to end with excitement as well. But if you yeah, follow yeah. that and go through that process on the next estimate you send out, mm-hmm. sit and wait for their response. Yeah. That's well, all we're asking.
1: Think about think about times that you've had worked on in your house or you've had something, some kind of service done on your house, car, a car, or a, car yeah. a car or whatever. Right. And on your side. What would what makes that experience well, go well? What makes you feel happy and excited and uh, trusting of this person? What would you want? How yeah. would you want somebody to treat you if they were doing a service yeah. for you? Think through that for your client and deliver it. Yep, it's Absolutely. simple. It's simple. Absolutely, and it, it will. the The thing that we harp on all the time is that in this business, the two things that we are working to protect is reputation and money and by nature of doing the the devil in the details and putting the details in these two different things you are gaining three things you are gaining reputation you are gaining uh money you're not wasting money you're not Mm -hmm. losing money and both of those things by nature of doing this you're gaining time that in this business is a commodity that you don't have a lot of yep Yeah, well said.
0: I think that's great. If you want more from us, we'd love to talk to you and interact with you. Uh, We'd love to show you the software and actually how this this works with preset items Mm -hmm. and how to do that. Work order process. It's super simple. It's not one of those complicated softwares. There's depth to it where you can learn all the depths of it. Mm -hmm. But but in essence, there's one page. You put your line items in. You send it to the client. You send your work orders out, and you send invoices. And from that page, you pay those work orders. Mm -hmm. So it's all Mm -hmm. one-stop shop. Uh, and and it all interacts with QuickBooks on the back-end accounting side where it does it all for you, where you're not doing much in there. So right. we would love to show you that. we love to talk about that with you. If you'd like to come to one of our events where we really dive deep into this stuff, mm-hmm. go to our website. We've got some events coming up. We'd love to see you there. So let us know if you want to chat. Uh, ProServeAlliance.com. Uh, thanks Check us so out. much. Yeah. Check us out. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you guys next week. See you next time.